0: Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast east prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock you can imagine how much this shook the entire culture there on the islands, bringing the reality of a nuclear bomb attack to the forefront of everyone's minds. Pastor J.D. believes that this is something that the Lord has used and will continue to use. We need to be people who seize every opportunity to share Jesus with others. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on January 14th, 2018.
1: Reminds me of a story. There's this woman, she's just dejected and rejected and just so upset. And she's sitting there on this park bench and... Lord comes to her and says, oh, my dear one, what's wrong? She said, oh, Lord, I so wanted to become a member of this church. And I, I asked them, what do I need to do? And and they said, "Well, you gotta, you know, go through this course." And then I, I went through the course. And then I said, "Well, can I be a member?" And I said, "No, you still need to do this." And then I, I did that. And then I said, "Can I be a member now?" And they said, "No, you still need to go through this." And so I went through that. And, and then I went to them and I said, "Can I be a member now?" And they said, "No, you still need to do this." And so I did that. And then I went to them and they said, "You still need to do this." And I just, I can't. I don't know what to do to become a member of this church, to which the Lord responded, Oh, sweetheart, don't worry. I I couldn't become a member of that church either. (laughs) We laugh, but sadly, isn't that true? We make it so hard for people. Here's a guy who has been, you'll forgive me for referring to it this way, He has just had the H-E double toothpick scared out of him, literally. (laughs) And he's asking, what must I do to be saved? Listen to the answer. Believe. What? Yeah. Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will, will be saved. That's it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. That's it. And not only you will be saved, but your household will be saved. All you have to do is believe in the Lord Jesus. Wow. That's the gospel. That's the childlike simplicity of the gospel of salvation in Jesus Christ. I know the way you're looking at me right now. I know what comes next. Good. I'm so glad. Because, see, now when your neighbor, and because I said that, that's what's going to happen. You know I'm a prophet. I said last week that it could have been our last prophecy update, and almost was, (laughs) for 38 minutes. So now what's going to happen is somebody, God's going to bring somebody into your path. And I pray that you're readied and steadied to be able to give to them that answer of the hope that lies within you. It's so simple. And wouldn't you agree with this, that right now, probably more than ever, at least now anyway, people are going to be more prone to ask? How about when you go back to work tomorrow? See, I went back to work today, (laughs) so I'm telling you. But what about when you go back to work tomorrow? Hey, they know you're a Christian. And isn't it interesting, whenever adversity strikes, you're the one they go to? Oh, uh, prior, they're mocking you, ridiculing, making fun of you, joking about you. But boy, when something like this happens, who's the one they call? Who's the one they go to and ask for prayer? Many years ago on the mainland, when I worked at uh, Mercedes-Benz, there was this uh, guy, and um, he was kind of the the big guy and, you know, top guy. And, and here I come in. I'm in my 20s. He's in his 60s. He's looking at me like, you little whippersnapper. You know, boy, I'm going to teach you a thing or two. And so we never really... Well, let's just say we just didn't really have a very good friendship and relationship as, you know, uh, co-workers and associates. But then uh, when the doctor gave him that diagnosis, whose office does he go into and ask for prayer? Mine. Mine. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? So how about... We prepare now, today, for that Roman jailer that God is going to send into your path this week. I don't know when. Wait. Yes, Lord. No. <laughs> I don't know when. <laughs> Could be tomorrow. Could be today. How about we get ready So that we can share with them, reply to them, and give them that hope. As simple and childlike, not childish, and childlike as it is. And do it by way of just the simple ABCs of salvation. You know, I was thinking about this uh, Roman jailer did the A and the B and the C. When he approached, just in one question, he does all three. Because he acknowledged, A, admitted that he's a sinner in need of a Savior. What must I do to be saved? I need a Savior. He, He was that close to death. He was a dead man. I don't think he even had 38 minutes. He probably just had minutes in the single digits, if that, when all of this happened. He acknowledged his need for the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, There is no one righteous, not even one. Here's the truth, and please listen, especially if you're here today and you're visiting with us, and you've never called upon the name of the Lord, I want you to pay close attention, and give me your undivided attention. I'm almost done, by the way. I want you to pay attention to what I'm going to say. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again, Jesus said in John's Gospel, chapter 3, to see the kingdom of heaven. Born again spiritually. Born again of the Spirit of God. When we give our lives to Christ. He gives us the Holy Spirit to indwell us, and we're a new creation in Christ. And behold, old things have passed away. All things have become new. For me it was 1982. I was 19 years old. Don't do the math. (laughs) Oh, oh, to be 19 again. Actually not. I don't want to be 19 again. I have a 19 year old. I don't want to be 19 again. And I just came to that place where I realized if I were to die tonight, I would not go to heaven. I'm quite certain that like ACD, DC taught me that I was on the highway to hell. And I remember praying that night. I was, I'm not proud of this, please. I was very uh, intoxicated. I was very high. And my prayer was uh, basically a slurred cry, oh, God, I don't want to go to hell. That's how I came, I don't want to go to hell. Please don't go, I don't want to go to hell. And I fell asleep praying, and I woke up that next morning. Now listen to this. I could not start my day without alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. I was addicted to all of the above. And when I went to reach for all three, the Holy Spirit in me was right there in that still small voice to say, you don't need that anymore. I don't? Man, I tried to quit so many times before in my own willpower. Zechariah 4, 6 says, it's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. That was a word 35 years ago, and I've never looked back. Only God can do that. He indwells you by the Holy Spirit and He cleans you from the inside out. It's a process of sanctification by way of the Holy Spirit, and it's in the power of the Holy Spirit when you're born again of the Spirit. Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned. You know what that word in the original language of the Greek New Testament for all is? I'm not trying to be cute here. All means all. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. It carries with it the idea of missing the mark. It's really an archery term, which by the way is what sin means, missing the mark. We've fallen short. We've missed the mark of God's perfect standard of righteousness. All of us have. Romans 6.23 now is the sentencing phase, if I can say it that way. Okay, so I've fallen short. I've broken God's perfect standard of righteousness. I've broken God's law. I'm guilty as charged. What's the sentence? Oh, it's the death penalty. Well, that's pretty bad news, I know. This is not proper English, so don't email me. The badder the bad news is, the gooder the good news will be. And that's why I think it's important sometimes to communicate the bad news first, because that's what the law does. The law shows us us in our condition before a righteous and holy God. And when I realize that I've broken His law, I've transgressed, I've sinned, I've fallen short, I've missed the mark, and that the penalty is the death penalty, then that drives me to the Savior, who, and I love this illustration, who comes into the courtroom and says to the judge, the death penalty that was pronounced on him, on her, I will pay. And then the judge turns to you and says something to the effect, what do you have to say? Well, the judge tells you, uh, and this is, by the way, what the word gospel means, good news, your debt has been paid, you're free to go. And you walk as a free man out of that courtroom of the universe because somebody else is going to go to their death in your place, and that's what Jesus did. You've been pronounced guilty. He says, I will take upon myself your guilt and pay in full the death penalty to which you were sentenced. That's the good news. That's Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, is it's a gift, (laughs) is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Ephesians 2.8 and 9, we're going to get there on Sunday morning, (laughs) eventually. Um, famous uh, passage. You are saved by grace through faith. It is the gift of God. It is not of works. You don't earn it, lest anyone should boast that they did. Could you imagine heaven, if somehow we brought anything to the table of salvation, and, and we're in heaven and go, hey, what'd you do to get here? Oh, really? Well, that's nothing. Here's what I did. And we're boasting in heaven. That wouldn't be heaven. <laughs> I don't want to go to that place if we're up there boasting about what we did to get there. Nobody's going to boast about anything except boasting in Christ. Because it is a gift that he, free to us, cost him everything. He paid for it with his life in full for us and instead of us. Here's the B. It's for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. That's really good news. Aren't you glad that in order to get saved, you don't have to know quantum physics? No, I'm again, I'm not trying to be cute, but I, I'm doomed. I I didn't do well in math. I tried taking algebra. <laughs> quantum physics? What must I do to be saved? You have to know quantum physics. Okay, where's that sword? That's it. I'm, I'm done. Just put me out of my misery right now. Romans 10 verses 9 and 10 says, If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will, <laughs> not might, not could, not should, will be saved. And that's 1 Corinthians 15, too, the gospel. It's believing that Jesus Christ is who he said he was, that he was crucified, buried, and rose again from the dead three days later. Believing in your heart. Now the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or if you prefer, confess with your mouth. Why is that important? Well listen to what else Romans 10, 9, and 10 says. It says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Hey, by the way, uh, <laughs> this is going to date me. Uh, some of you uh, people that are my age, uh, bless your hearts. <laughs> you remember that that Fram oil commercial from like way back in the 60's and the 70's, and it went something like this, you can pay me now, or you can pay me later. And the whole idea, brilliant by the way, the whole idea was uh, you're either going to pay for a whole new engine uh, later or you can pay for this Fram oil filter now. Uh, It's either now or later. Now some of you are looking at me like a dog looks at you when it doesn't quite (laughs) connect. I'm not calling you that. I'm just saying that uh, perhaps I will never use that illustration again. The reason I, I tried that was because you're either going to confess now or you're going to confess later. Because the Bible says this, that every knee is going to bow. <laughs> and every tongue, every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You're either going to do it now or you're going to do it later. And by the way, way more better now. Just saying. Again, not trying to be cute. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And then finally, Romans 10.13 I like to say it and see it as this is what seals the deal. All, there's that word all, all again. All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That's it. That's all? Yeah. That's simple, I know. That's too simple. No, it's not. Well, no such thing as a free lunch, we say. Well, I don't know about that, but I do know on the authority of God's word that there is such a thing as the free gift of eternal life that is there for the asking. James writes and says, you have not because you ask not. Once you'll stand and we'll pray. Father in heaven, I Thank you so much. Lord, in the quietness of this moment as we close, I just want to ask, and I don't need to see hands because God sees your heart. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But I just want to ask that if you've never called upon the name of the Lord, confessing with your mouth, believing in your heart. I want to ask you to do that right now and right here in this moment. Why? And I mean this, and the Lord knows my heart. Why would you want to put it off? It's the most important decision you will ever make in your life for eternal life. And Again, nothing wrong with this, but it's not a magical, mystical prayer that you repeat. Again, nothing wrong with that. I just want to encourage you and ask you, if you would, before you leave this church today, call upon the name of the Lord. And before you leave, would you... Share that with somebody so that we can rejoice with you. Maybe you can go into the fellowship hall and break bread and talk story and tell your story about where you were and what you were doing when we got that alert yesterday. But we would love to rejoice with you if today is the day of your salvation. One last thing, and we'll end, and the worship team will close us in song. This is for those of us that have been walking with the Lord, some perhaps for many years like myself. I think the clarion call for all of us, again, myself included, is this. It's time to get serious. There's no time to play around. There's certainly no time to play church. This is real. (laughs) And things are getting real, if I can say it that way and pray it that way. Perhaps for someone here today, you just need for the Lord to fill you afresh and baptize you anew in the Holy Spirit. Because what's been lacking is that power, that dunamis, the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. You can ask for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, for the filling with the Holy Spirit, to overflowing, so that your life can become like that torrent powerful torrent of living water every single one of us can walk out of this church today differently than the way we came to this church today and I pray that that's what we do Lord thank you thank you for allowing this to happen yesterday Lord I pray that you'll bring many to you Because of this, in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each Prophecy Update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's Prophecy Update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this Prophecy Update from Pastor JD. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor JD's Prophecy Updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InspiritandTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.